Kyle Richards is shutting down rumors that Mauricio has a new girlfriend as she is spending Christmas with him in Aspen. Kim Zolciak is selling all of her personal items. She's even selling Croy's luggage to pay for Christmas gifts for the kids. And we've got some predictions. I got Femme Taro here, and she's going to be giving us some predictions for 2024. I hope you are ready for it. Let's get it. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, surf fresh all week long. Now, let's dive in. What's going on, everybody? Okay, please welcome our very special guest for today to help us close out 2023. She's been on the channel and on the podcast several times before. Please welcome back the one and only Natalie Femtero. The one and only Zach Peter. <laughs> that way. <laughs> it's, you hi, know, Zach. Hi. Um, you know, it's funny, as, as you said that, um, this morning, I have to give a shout out to Lydia from, from the Palm Restaurant here in downtown. Shout out to Lydia because I was walking my dogs. I just finished. So there's usually like an hour or 90 minute window in between when I finish my morning workout at seven to when I uh, start streaming at 830. And that's usually when I'll do a little prep. I'll... Um, I'll uh, take a shower, I'll get ready, whatever, to prep for for the the day's podcast. But I also will do like a good 10, 15-minute walk with the dogs to go and grab a coffee in the morning and let them just kind of stretch their legs while they sit here and while, during uh, my taping. Um, and I'm walking down the street, and there's this woman. She's waiting to pull into her, uh, I guess, parking garage. And she's looking at me, and I'm like, what is this woman looking at? And I had – I never wear hats, but lately I've been kind of wearing hats because when – my roots grow out like my roots are really oily because my hair is naturally oily but then the blonde is really dry so it's just like it's a hot yeah, mess yeah, and especially after the gym so I, I've been wearing a hat hats lately in the morning after I work out and like my big aviator sunglasses which I always wear in the mornings um and so I'm like in full like cognito mode and so I'm walking she's looking at me and she's looking at me and then finally I get closer to her car and she's like are you Zach Peter and I'm like fuck do I owe her money like what is this and she's like and I'm like yes I am she's like ah and she was really excited um I was like how did you even know it was me like nor like the two most identifiable identifiable things I think are like my eyebrows and my hair and you couldn't see either like my face was like fully covered um she I mean, maybe it was the two dogs. I don't know. But she invited me to happy hour drinks at the Palm. So I need to go to the Palm to have some happy hour drinks there. Maybe Sounds I'll, good. Maybe I mean, I'll run into Harry Dubin. <laughs> he's not in LA. But you never know. I'll run into Tom. You never know. He's everywhere, right? I mean, he's been around. That's for sure. He really has. Yeah. How have you been? I've been good. I'm all like Christmas fatigued out. Oh, I know. Honestly, I've been eating a lot. I probably have diabetes by now. <laughs> um, I just, you know, it's just the whole thing, and it keeps on going until next week. But it's all good. It's all good. Listen, we have to keep the festive season on. It is a difficult time for a lot of people, and I we have to acknowledge this that this is a hard time for some people. Some people don't like the holidays because they are, you know, probably. It's not a good time because they're probably going through some kind of loss or yeah. memories or there's the economy right now. There's a lot going on. So just a reminder to everyone. Yeah, it is uh, very stressful and can be a sad period for people, but make the best of it. Make the best of it. That's the best advice. So that's what I'm doing as well with everything. Yeah. Oh, I've got two kids, a dog, a husband. It's a lot. <laughs> 
you don't have. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was going to say something shady. I was like, you don't have two moms and oh, five I'm... dogs and a partridge and a pear tree. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I was kind of feeling that, like, I'm feeling the fatigue a bit right now. But going into the holidays, I was like, oh, I just don't know if I have the energy for it this year. But then once I kind of just like embraced and released, and I feel like that's my energy even going into 2024, is I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to let all the cards fall where they will. And I'm going to stop trying to control everything and stop trying to, you know, I'm just going to let this new year. I'm just going to embrace it. You know, this past year turning 30, getting LASIK, and now I'm getting my teeth done. Um, I'm, I started Invisalign, which hopefully I'll be done within a few more months. But um, I just, there are a lot of changes. I'm going to the gym every day now. I'm putting on a lot more muscle mass. Like, I'm just really investing in me right now. And I've also made a pretty, uh, uh, a big decision that um, will be revealed soon as well that I've kind of been keeping under wraps. But it's, I'm ready Ooh. for 2024. I'm ready for it. I'm excited about whatever the fuck is to come. So I'm going to trust you when you pull some cards a bit later. But we have some tea we have to break down. Yeah, let's get to it. Okay. Well, first off, I want to know what your thoughts are on Alexis Bellino and John Jansen getting a, giving her a $12,000 promise ring. Thirsty. Who's thirsty? I mean, they're both thirsty, obviously. I don't see this working. Let me, let me just say, I haven't been following the whole Alexis Bellino and the whole thing, but instantly when the news broke that they were, uh, not the news, but the rumors were going around that they were dating, I was like, um, this is not going to last. And we all know that, right? It's just, um, I said this on the podcast yesterday. I'm like, they're too fucking old to be doing promise rings. Like, what is this? Like, it's like, like either you're in or you're out. But I was looking into it deeper and I think it was a brand collab. Like, I think they, the, um, what was it? Von, Von Lee, Von me, whatever. Von Cleef. Von Cleef. There Mm -hmm. you go. Um, Von Cleef. They, I think they, I don't know. I think they did, um like a brand deal. Like, I think it was, it was like a, we want you to promote this ring. And so we're, we're not like officially getting engaged. So we're just going to say it's a promise ring. Like, I don't know. It's stupid to me. It's really. Which just dumb. proves the point that there's thirst there. Just like Kim Zolciak who posted that, like, what was it? Like an ultrasound. And she was insinuating on her Instagram that her daughter was pregnant. I mean, the whole clickbaity thing. There's a lot of thirst to go around right now. So. <sighs> I mean, it's that time of year. Um, Victoria says, don't get big chompers. Guys, I didn't say, oh, sorry. I'm not, I haven't decided to get veneers yet. I'm veneers. just straightening my teeth right now with Invisalign. And we'll see. Once that's done, we'll see if I decide to do veneers or not. But um, Don't do it. Don't do it. I did it years, like 20 years ago. And honestly, I kind of regretted it. I regret really? it. Not because I had to change them twice. So like oh. every 20 years you have to go back and replace them because they are veneers. Um, and I've got to say, I regret the fact that, you know, they have to like shave off your teeth and, you know, you've got little pointers. Like yeah. you look like a wolf, like a little dog, like your teeth. And I regret that because that means I can never take them out. Yeah. So veneers, you guys, you either have to have a really got good dentist, someone you trust, or you have serious, issue with your teeth in general like I did but yeah I yeah I'm on the fence I haven't decided or or decided to go all in or anything I've just right now it's just about straightening my teeth um and once I straighten and whiten we'll see how I feel about it afterwards um 
Everybody keeps saying Von Queef, which is exactly, I'm glad somebody else said it because that's exactly what I was thinking every time I have to say it. It sounds like Von Queef. And listen, at this point, we don't know if he went with Von, Von Cleef or Von Queef or whatever he went with, but yeah. He went with the Von Cliff notes. Who knows? I mean, you know, I feel sorry for Shannon. Back to them. Back to Alexis Bellino and John Jance. I feel sorry for Shan. I do. I know she got a lot of flack for everything, but obviously there's issues there that she needs to heal from. Um, and this is just going to, I don't know. I just hope she's got a good support system around her and she doesn't spiral from all this. Shannon? It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy, you know, for her. She's be I mean, especially with her marriage with her first husband, David Bedore. Oh, I know. I feel Ugh. bad for her. Um she was just on um she just did a podcast. She just did uh the um what is it? The Hot Mic po- podcast, which is Bravo's new podcast that they have Alex Baskin mm-hmm. hosting and she was talking about the the DUI and she said that she had um she had gone to lunch earlier that day and she had Ubered and then she left her phone in an Uber. And so she decided to drive to John's house to help get her phone back from the Uberks. Why she needed John to help her with that. I don't know where her daughters were. I don't know, but she drove to John's house, which was only three blocks, which now thinking about if he really was only three blocks away and she was ripping down the streets like that, like damn girl, it's only three blocks. Um, She, yeah, and so she said that they got into a fight and he asked her to leave. And so that's why she was driving home is because he asked her to leave. But she said that she's cutting out all the toxicity in her life and she's turning over a new leaf and she's, you know, had to do a lot of inner work to find out why she makes the decisions that she makes. And, you know, listen, it's hard. You know, I think seeing somebody that you spent so much time with and that you really thought you had a future with and now you see them with somebody else and they're flaunting it on social media, it's weird. And, and don't forget, she's an empty nester. You know, she doesn't have yeah. kids at home. She doesn't have distractions. She is a middle-aged woman. Granted, she looks amazing yeah. right now. She looks really good. But it's tough. You know, she's single. She's an empty nester. I mean, I, I feel for Shannon. And obviously, I the pressure of being in the limelight and being an OG housewife, it's a lot, you guys, that we don't we, – we can't appreciate how much pressure – um, Shannon or housewives can be on when their personal life is on the microscope, but yeah, that, but I, I really hope she, she gets some healing and she finds the right man. She's, she's, she's a terrible judge of character. I hope so too. Um, she, she's, she doesn't have a good picker. She needs to find no. herself a better picker and invest in better options because the ones that she's going with are not doing her any favors. Exactly. Let's move away from the red flags and go to the beige flags at least, oh, you know? I don't, but I love red flags. I love red flags. They're my favorite. Like serotonin. Yay. I know you love it. You're like, ooh, challenging. <laughs> I love it. I love challenges. Um. Uh, okay. So let's talk about Kyle and Mauricio. So Kyle oh. is denying that Mauricio has a girlfriend. So he's been spotted out. He was r- most recently spotted with... um. Anita, I think that's how you say her name. A A N I T T A, An- Anita, Anita. Anita? Yeah. I, I'm thinking it's Anita. Um, Anita and Lele Pons, who I know he did. He was um, on Dancing with the Stars with Lele Pons, and I know that there was like some people were saying, "Oh, I, th- he may be their realtor," because I know Lele's in a relationship. She's like with someone. I believe Anita is single. 
Um, she's, I need a man. Wasn't that a, a, a game that they played in <laughs> Ultimate Girls Trip? She's like, I need a man. I need a Mauricio in my life. Um, so you reminded me of, sorry, to, I, I mean, you're younger than I am, but there was a show on MTV called God's Gift. If anyone remembers it, that's what you reminded me of when you said that, like God's Gift. And it was just so funny. It was these women, like literally just doing these challenges to get to the, the prize was this man, right? This oh God. Hot guy. Anyway, this is how they make Mauricio look like right now. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> He's not God's gift. I don't get it. Like, I anyway, so he was with Anita. He was with Lele Pons. He's also been spotted with this influencer. I don't know why we even call her that. Uh, Alexandra Wolf. I don't really know what she does. I've looked the, every like the press keeps referring to her as an influencer, but I've I looked at her Instagram. She's got like 19, 20,000 followers, um, which is a decent amount. But like she doesn't really oh. do anything or post anything or like I don't really understand what she does. Um, but he's been hanging around with like a lot of younger women lately. And it's interesting. Lately, just but like shady here, but lately, yeah. Well, I mean, I think maybe now we're just more aware of it, we're more tuned into it. I don't know. Well, I can tell you one thing that I, I did a like this was before they came out, so I think it was like a year and a half ago that I did a reading on my channel on the whole the, the rumors were going around again about Mo and you know. Mo just going around town and spreading his love. I'm not going to say anything else. But anyways, and I did a reading and I've done several actually, but I remember that one distinct. And it was just like, Mo has checked out of this marriage a long time ago. Yeah. A long, long, long time ago. Now, why? My question to you, Zach, is why is it that they keep trying to make this happen? Why are they trying to convince the world so much that, you know, everything's fine and we're good? And no, Mo is not seeing anyone. And Kyle is not seeing Morgan or whoever. Why? Why do you think that's, that is? I, my, that's, I, I'm just as confused. Cause I'm like, at this point, like the marriage is done. Like you guys are done. There's no working on it. Like, what are you working on? You're not working on anything. Like, it's fine to be like, we're still a family and we're still going to co-parent and celebrate the holidays. We can still be a family, but we're not together anymore. And I don't understand why they don't just, I mean, cause at this point it's been what they've been in this situation for a year now they've been separated for a year like at what point are you like all right done with this like you know ready to just move on at this point like i don't understand why they're you know trying so hard I don't to keep it together what do they gain from that i don't know shout out to lauren shout out to tay tay is john jansen the new slade smiley but yeah pretty much but yeah i just i i don't know why they don't just pull the plug on things and just be done. Like, I don't like, you're not fooling anybody. I don't really believe that they're in marriage. Like, are they in counseling? Are they going to, you know, couples therapy? Like, I don't know. And actually it would be good. Actually, they could be a great example for other couples, other celebrity cap couples, right? They could just say, Hey, listen, you know, we're separated, but everything's amicable. We're all big, happy family. Look at us. Look at how we do that and set, like, be the example, set the path for other couples. Yeah. But no, they don't do that. So I don't see what their stick is and what they're trying to achieve with that, but it's getting, I'm getting another, I'm getting fatigued with that too. Yeah. Like worse than Christmas. 
Um, Joe Mendoza says, what do you think of, or do you think that Alison Dubois was right all along? I do think that Alison Dubois was right. I don't think at the time back then, 10, 12 years ago, when during the dinner, um, dinner from hell, how, um, from that, um, episode anyways, where Alison was that, I feel that Allison was really predicting the future, but she wasn't really, it wasn't, she didn't mean that at that point that he wasn't fulfilling her emotionally. I really think that she was just really getting that from the future, if you know what I mean. So she was really predicting where it was going. I don't really think that back then things were the way that things are now. I, I, I will just add to what Allison said, and I will say that I find... When I read Kyle, and again, she, you know, I'm reading her through our screens. You know, she hasn't come to me. She's not open for reading, but I really do feel, and this is sad, that I don't think that Kyle will ever find a man or woman or whatever it is that she fancies, right, that will emotionally fulfill her. I really think that she's got a lot of issues Mm. um, and it's not, it's not specifically to Mo. I really feel that she will never find someone who will emotionally fulfill her in 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 that sense. And maybe a lot sense. of it had to do with like their mother and the way, you know, their mother raised yeah. them and the, yeah. you know, I haven't finished watching the new season of Paris in Love, but I know I've heard that Kathy, Big Cat, or sorry, Kathy Hilton talks about her mother and like that some of that stuff does come up and people start to see other sides of Kathy based off of, their upbringing um i think there's a lot more to it i mean i've read house of hilton which you know was pretty enlightening Mm. but i think there's a lot more to their relationship and their upbringing that isn't shared i mean even when it comes to like their dad ken and their lack of relationship with him um i don't know it's interesting um uh, Kaylin says financially it makes more sense for some wealthy people to stay married i.e will and jada um, I mean, I get it, but it's like, then why do you keep trying? My thing is, it's like, what is with their party line of like, we're separate or we're working on things like you're, you guys are clearly not working on things. Um, and a lot of people are saying she's doing it for like public image and she wants to make sure that their public image is like their public image is not good. Mauricio's being seen around with all these younger women. Kyle's being seen around with Morgan Wade now so more than ever. So it's just like nobody's buying this shtick that you guys are working things out. It, and if you want to yeah. stay married for the financial component, because it's going to be messy and expensive, but it's just like, you're just delaying the inevitable. If you continue to, you know, not divide the assets and not move forward with a divorce, then like, you're not really helping anybody at the end of the day, because it, you're going to have to face it at some point, And it's only going to get messier the longer you wait. I'm with you on that. I agree. Absolutely. <sighs> well, we'll see what happens with them because I'm kind of getting fatigued with them. <laughs> um, I'm getting fatigued with them, but I, I'm sure I I know that eventually they will get divorced. Like this is what I'm picking up, or or at least they will be se- they will be living separately. All right, okay, they'll be completely separate now. Whether the the, the divorce paper is going to come out, I feel that's going to be delayed. It's going to be a few years down the line before the actual divorce come out comes out, but. 
you know what? When either of them finds their soulmate or they fall in love or they found find someone, I feel that's when they're going to cut the cord. Because yeah. right now they're not cutting the cords and they have to. If they want to move on with their lives and want to be happy, and I'm talking about Kyle or to Kyle if she's watching, you really need to cut the cords. Energetically, you're still attached to your husband. Yeah. So you're not making room for something new to come in or to manifest uh, a better life or a better love life for yourself. Mm. So, and that applies for everyone watching. So, you know, it's always hard to cut the, the the cords, especially when you've had kids with someone and you've been with them for such a long time. But eventually when you know that you're both, you both, both have emotionally moved on from that, you do need to get to that point where you're just really like, you know, weeding out yeah. the cords. So... I hope I, I wish them the best. I really wish them the best, but they have to do this because we're all tired of this. Like honestly, and I don't get how their kids aren't tired of it. Like if we're getting fatigued by, it, I'm sure the kids are just like tired of it as well because they feel the energy in the house. They feel their parents not connected, and I'm pretty sure that's awkward for them. That it would just I'm be sure easy. I'm sure it'd be easier if the, if Kyle and Mauricio just said, we're done, we're splitting, we're still going to live together, like we're still going to remain a family. And then at least, you know, okay, dad's dating, mom's dating, but they're not, there's not this like weird expectation that they're going to work it out in the end. Yeah. And Portia's like 16 now, right? Yeah. Portia is 16 yeah. or she's old enough now to understand yeah. and understand the dynamics of their, her parents' relationship. So there are no excuses, yeah. in my opinion. And even financially, okay, I understand that they've got like, you know, if they're financially bound to each other, that's fine. Separate. Don't divorce yeah. if you want to create some kind of tax haven for you two or, you know, whatever it is, that's fine. But you both have to move on. And enough with the game playing. People are sophisticated. The viewers now are a lot more sophisticated than we were 10 years ago yeah. so we can smell through the bs yeah i agree joe uh, says i think kyle's friend that died was probably the most was probably the only one that mostly fulfilled her emotionally as a friend and now she's trying to sub sublimate that onto someone new like morgan wade i i agree i think you know i mean the loss of her her friend, I didn't realize how long or how close of a friend that was. Obviously, we heard that like her friend passed away, but I didn't realize like that was her childhood friend. This woman had been around, had been, you know, on the show before, never really prominently on the show, but you can tell she just wasn't interested in it. But, you know, and that's going to be hard. And I think, you know, Kyle is probably going through some sort of identity crisis, metamorphosis, whatever she's going through right now. You know, I think the losing her friend has weighed heavily on her. And I think now having to relive that as it's playing out on the show is also, you know, tough. It's yeah, I, I understand that. But Kyle has abandonment issues. Yeah. I'm not a psychologist. I am not diagnosing her. But from what we're seeing, this is what I'm assuming is going on. She does have abandonment issues. She's a great mom. I will never stop saying that. I think she's very nurturing and very protective and great, great mom. But I feel that all these years she's put all that focus on her family and her kids and trying to create this image and to create this loving family bubble. And she's completely sort of uh, neglected her own needs. Yeah. That's why I agree with Alison Dubois on this, that, you know, if you're not being emotionally fulfilled for so long, 
you're neglecting your own needs, your own emotional needs. Yeah. And due to her abandonment issues, she has insecurity and she's kind of like sweeping things under the rug instead of like introspectively work on herself, which hopefully everything, all these changes that are happening right now in her life are going to help her do that. Yeah. Um, sooner rather than later. Yeah. Well, let's move on to another couple we can't get enough of, and that's Kim Zolciak and Corey Bierman. <laughs> <laughs> so they, um, or not they, Kim is selling all of her personal belongings. She's even selling some of Corey's designer items to bring in a little cash. And apparently, according to TMZ, she was using this money to buy gifts for her kids for Christmas. Um, which I guess is nice, but Croy apparently he reportedly did not buy any gifts this year because he knows like the family's in financial stress. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's nice that she at least listen, she should be selling. She has a lot of designer stuff and she should be selling it to like pay off their debt, not to be buying gifts. I think you can give something for Christmas. That's a little more, um, meaningful than like a physical present she's even selling her own damn wigs she's got to do what she's got to do okay here's my theory on kim and 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 um yes. oh croy oh, right yeah okay so i i'm gonna speak more spiritually here and i've read them as well mm-hmm. all right because back when the rumors came out people were like are they getting divorced are they not we're sick of this or playing games and i said this is real this is real this is separation now maybe they can't afford the lawyers they can't afford the divorce whatever it is but this is my this is what i'm i've picked up spiritually they are truly they have a karmic relationship those two this is not the first time they've been together as a couple. They've been together in past lives, right? It's Croy that's not going to let go. It's not Kim. Oh. He's the one who's trying to make this work. He's the one who's latching on. Um, there's this like, you know, hot and cold, hot and cold, back and forth, back and forth. It's coming from him. This is what I'm picking up. He's struggling with that. Interesting. I feel like Kim... She's someone I feel that she gets comfortable. And when she's comfortable in situation, she won't do much to change things. You know, she's like, you know, don't touch it. If it works, it works. Don't touch it. Don't fix it. It works. Yeah. Um, And, you know, unless Croy like really pulls the cord, speaking of cords, and really sort of like this is going to keep on going and it's toxic. It's not good for the kids. It's not good for anyone. I mean, I guess that does make sense with the body cam footage that was released by TMZ a couple weeks ago where you see and she's just like, he wouldn't let me leave the house. And he, you know, like it it makes sense. Um, wasn't he the one? Oh, no, she was the one that filed to have the divorce canceled. And then the judge denied that and he refiled the divorce. I don't know. They're a hot mess. The two of them, I just think they may be better apart. So what does that mean when there's like a couple that's been together in a past life and they kind of find their way back to each other? Like, is it because there's like some unsettled business that they haven't finished or fulfilled or? I'm glad you asked because everyone should know this. So karmic relationship means that we've had a relation, not necessarily romantic relationship, could be platonic relationship, could be a friendship. It could be like boss with employee, could be like master pupil. Could be parent, child, 
So a karmic relationship means that we've had a relationship in past lives and we reincarnated together in this lifetime because we need to, A, either there's unfinished business from previous our previous lifetimes together, um, or there is extra karma that you need to work on in this lifetime. And in this lifetime, for example, Kim and Croy, it's like, okay, in this lifetime, we're going to meet and we're going to be together as husband and wife, because maybe this is easier for us to kind of like pay off our karmic debt for things that we did in past in a past life or past lives. Because sometimes I do see this in readings that people it's almost like they're in a loop every lifetime, every reincarnation. They kind of go through the same thing because they haven't paid off that debt. Mm. So with them, I feel really much this karmic debt that they have. And it's Koi in this lifetime. It's Koi <laughs> who has to do all the work. It's like Croy to me, and people are going to laugh, but listen to me. Croy is more of an old soul, whereas Kim is not. So it's Croy spiritually now is only like when I connect to his higher self, Croy is the teacher in this instance, not Kim. He's the master. She's the pupil in this lifetime. Interesting. So it's complicated. That's why this is going to drag on. There's that push and pull. And it's unless Croy pulls the plug, this is going to keep on going. This is going to continue and it's going to get worse. Interesting. Worse. Right. Um, how do you know what your karmic debt is? Like, I feel like if I, I'd be like, okay, what is my karmic debt? Let me pay it in this lifetime so that I can be done with it moving forward. That's something that you have to figure out that, yeah. or you can get help from an astrologer by looking at your chart, or you go to a medium or a psychic medium and they can help you with that. Cause as soon as someone comes to me, for instance, um, I can instantly see certain things, you know, and especially with people, I work a lot with people who've gone through trauma mm. and really, really shocking and traumatic stuff in their lives. And instantly, as soon as we start the reading, I can see where that is coming from. So if you feel that you have some kind of karmic debt or some kind of karma, or you feel that there are certain elements that you're kind of like carrying from past lives, and you know this intuitively, if anyone wants to know or is asking, you'll know this intuitively, then go see an astrologer or reader and they can help you pinpoint what that is and help you like guide you through it. Okay. I'm going to go see an astrologer. I actually had a, an astrologer and I think I reached out to you that reached out to me and was like, wanted to give me a reading and um, gave me, you know, some, some tidbits, but you know who she, you you should get, and I've tried to get her on my channel. Allie from VPR from Vanderpump oh, Rules. Oh yeah, I met her for the first time um, at Sheena's podcast back in uh, August, September. Um, I met her there. We hit it off. She was great. I tried to invite her to my show at the Bourbon Room um, in November, but. I think her and James were out of town. That's, I would love to have her on the podcast to do a reading. That's I a tried, I tried, but obviously it's easier for you because she knows you. So I think she would be great because she's also like, she's an astrologer, but I also pick up that she's psychic. Mm. So that would be really interesting to kind of see how she reads. And yeah, I, I like her. I like her energy as well. I think she's good for, for James too. Yeah. I'm so okay. there I'm, you go. Okay. I'm reaching Just out to her, putting that on the board yeah. for 2024. Um, there you go. 
Well, good luck to Kim and Croy. Uh, so Luann just had her very Countess Christmas, 54 Below, New York. She always does a, an annual cabaret show for the holidays. Um, and she is addressing Bethany Frankel. She wants Bethany Frankel to leave her alone. She said that, I, I guess one of the fans in the audience asked, like, what are your thoughts about Bethany and Bethany's reality reckoning? And Luann was basically like, why bite the hand that feeds you, right? Right by Andy, why oh. by NBC? You know, like, she's like, just if you really are done with all of us, like take all these millions and millions and millions that you um, made and like, leave us alone. And I agree. Like, I think... It, Listen, I, not that this is like big news, but I think Luann feels the same. I think they're all just kind of like Bethany just needs to go away. Like, I don't understand what she is doing. I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, with Bethany, I'm I'm there's the, the third fatigue as well. Here we go. Bethany fatigue, too. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 one thing I can say is that I've been, I started watching yesterday, the ultimate uh, girls trip, oh, yeah. the, the, the Roni one. I so miss them. I, I miss the dysfunction and the craziness. I just do. I want them back. I really do. I actually <laughs> like, uh, Roni legacy, the girls trip more than I liked the reboot. Like the reboot was fine, but it just, you know, it doesn't have that same, like, there's that chemistry and that history and that even Cuckoo Kelly and Kristen going at it, even though they never really knew each other. But like, it's just, you know, there's so many layers to these women. Like, these are seasoned women with seasoned relationships. And, and you know, I, I enjoy them and I miss them. And bring back Kelly. This time I want Kelly Ben Sloan back because I can see how grounded she is, how much she's grown, and how she is. And I would love to see her on, our, you know, on you Roni. Know, even Ramona is different this season compared to Ramona before. Like, she's even a lot more balanced and tame. And she's in a new relationship. And she's just in a different phase in her life where she's like, I'm not even fighting with any of that. Like, you guys do. Dorinda, be Dorinda and fight with the pigeons and, you know. I love it. I love it. But then again, they are on holiday for a week. You know, let's see if Ramona is going to, you know, if she was back on our screens, would she be the same old Ramona if she had to film for three months in New York with the other ladies? I don't know. I know. That would be fun. I know. That would be fun. But I liked, uh, I don't know. I liked the the girls trip. I liked the legacy trip. Yeah. So far, I've only watched a couple of episodes. I haven't watched all of them yet but i miss the girls i really miss the girls and that's the thing and i won't stop saying it and then we'll get to some predictions because yep. one of them is about andy cohen Ooh. um i know you're gonna love that um but i wanted to say that and i keep saying that it's just that with bravo and i love like all the franchises and the housewives and this and that but personally i'm gonna speak for myself i'm starting to get tired i'm starting to get um not tired, I'm starting to get bored because I yeah. feel it's the same old kind of like, it's just like the same cake, but different ingredients. Yeah. And with the housewives, and because all of them now are very much, you know, they know what to expect. The new housewives, the new franchises, the new people, the new the, in the newbies, let's just say. And I feel they're all a very seasoned. They know what, how to act, what to do. And it doesn't feel organic or genuine anymore. Yeah. And... I just hope things will change this year. Um, definitely, I feel that some of the smaller franchises, not franchises, but shows like um, Southern Summer Charm. House, yeah, Southern Charm, yeah. 
are going to grow this year for some reason. I feel they're going to gain more popularity or more people are going to be talking about them more this year than some of the housewife house, uh, housewife franchises. This is my thought, what I think. But I mean, I back to Roni, I only see think this is the one franchise that I I'm not tired of. Like if they yeah. brought that back, I would I would be very loyal to that franchise. Whereas Beverly Hills, I haven't watched it this this season. I haven't watched it, and I was a big fan. I'm like, I'm taking a break. I'm taking a break. Yeah, I don't know why. I just I w- I'm not drawn to it. I think we're just getting fatigued. It's the same, like you said, it's the same thing. We've seen the shows, we've seen the dinner parties, we've seen yeah. the fights. Uh, I am really enjoying Beverly Hills this season. Um, to an extent, like I'm enjoying, Ky- I'm invested in Kyle and Erica this season. And Sutton is interesting and she definitely continues to make things interesting. Um, not that into Dari, not that into Garcelle. Um, who else? Crystal is forgettable. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, but let's do some predictions, shall we? What do we have in store for 2024, Natalie? All right, so I've written some stuff down. Um, and I'll be doing them more more in depth on my channel at some point in the next few days. All right. Um, so for 2024 this is collective some predictions all right let's talk about andy really quickly okay so i really do feel andy's this is going to be andy's last year as a bravo exec or as a bravo presenter or someone who's hands-on with the franchise like the housewives and some of the shows okay? okay i really feel that this is like i i've been feeling for a couple of years now that there are other things that he's working on and something bigger is coming for him you might ask, how much bigger than Bravo? Yeah, bigger but different. Sort of like stepping out of like what he's been doing the last few years and doing something doing something bigger for Andy and and better and more more it's going to sound funny but more grown up. Does that make any sense? Mm. But this is what's coming through, like more grown up, less sort of this thing will Andy continue on with no, the thing is, he might continue watch what happens for maybe another year. So maybe for a couple, the next couple of years. Um, I feel that's the last thing that will probably kind of like he'll step out of. But I do, I don't see him being that hands on and that involved with. Well, it looks like anymore. his contract for, I just looked it up. It looks like his contract with Watch What Happens Live is going to be ending soon because um, oh. it was only renewed throughout 2023. So he might be in the midst Ooh. of renegotiating for 2024 or I don't know how long the season will go. Um, oh. Yeah. In, yeah. Bravo extended Andy Cohen's late night show, Watch What Happens Live for two years, taking it through 2023. So the contract is ending. Um, so we'll see if he decides to move forward with it. I don't think he'll give watch what happens live away. I think if anything, watch what happens live, he'll take with him. And then maybe that'll open up an opportunity for somebody else to come forward. I was talking with my friend, Jess, 
she hosts a podcast called Hot Takes and Deep Dives, and she also did a, a Finding Fire Island podcast, if anybody's interested in that. But I was just talking to her, and she thinks Matt Rogers may be, like, the Andy Cohen replacement. I remember originally thinking maybe, like, a Danny Pellegrino, but I think Danny Pellegrino's a great storyteller, but I don't know if he would be able to, like, be a host that, like Andy Cohen is, you know? Um, I don't know. Maybe. But Matt Rogers was an interesting, like, name slash replacement that I think really could fill Andy Cohen's shoes. Well, Jess was on my channel. I loved us. Oh, yeah. Okay. She, yeah, she was on my channel. So we did talk about it. I don't see Matt taking over. Okay. Um, but I agree with what you said about Danny. But can I just throw something out there? Um, how would you feel if Jeff Lewis oh. replaced Andy Cohen? That's my vote, where my vote is going. Jeff not, that's Lewis our prediction, would be, is what well, I would like. I agree. I would love Jeff Lewis, but I just think he's too unpredictable for the network to gamble that. I don't know, but he well, does. Listen, he's doing his his radio show, and now he had. I mean, I don't know if that's still how. Does he still have his his network or whatever at Sirius XM? Yeah, but I think it's kind of hanging from his string. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I don't know how um, well. Um, Jeff I, I would can, be an interesting. I love person. that he's shady. I think that that because you don't want someone who is going to be like. Andy's mini me, right? You yeah. don't want that. We don't want that. Yeah. You can't replace Andy. Yeah. So why don't we bring someone shadier and just keep those numbers up and keep things Jeff going? Jeff Lewis get... would keep the numbers up. He would keep things Ooh. interesting. I mean, I would I would love to see Jeff Lewis replace Andy. Same. And I can see the chat's like, no, we don't want Jeff Lewis. He's not for everyone, you guys. But can you imagine? But can that's you what you need. What you need somebody. Like? Yeah. In order to be successful at that job, you need to, you know, ruffle. I mean, to replace Andy, because those are going to be big shoes to fill. And it's just, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, that would be a really fun replacement, though. I mean, these are some good Let's names. Make Danny. it happen. Yeah. These are Let's some good names, though. Danny Pellegrino, Matt Rogers, Jeff Lewis. Like, I think these are all I wouldn't want like a Jerry O'Connell or like a Michael Rappaport. Like, no. I just don't think they no, I No. No. You know why? Because I think like with Rappaport, I think he's very like I love his humor and I love that he's such a fan. Yeah. But he's too, we need like someone who's a little bit more, I don't know, not as rough, if you know what I mean. He's very yeah. New yeah. York-y. Yes. He's um, a little, yeah, it's too much grip. Exactly. Exactly. You said it best. So I think, I don't know, I would love Jeff to be uh, a replacement. And and I know Andy loves him. They're friends. They've been friends for a long time. Yes, he's unpredictable, but that's what we want. And if you want to yeah. bring those numbers up. Then yeah. you need to bring someone who's controversial. Yeah. So just think. I agree. So that's my prediction about Andy and Bravo in general. So let's talk a little bit more about political and the rest. And I'll just tell yeah. you, I have a list of stuff that's come through, right? Okay. Uh, I'll dive into them and my channel more. And now I'm going to take people's questions as well. So I do see political un unrest in 2024. And when I mean yeah. political arrest, so I saw like I had a couple of visions, one of them being a world leader or a dictator, someone who's has a lot of power, but he's also very, very influential in the political and banking world. I see will fall seriously ill and that's going to shake things up politically and economically around the globe okay um when and to be honest when i mean 
worldly. So I have two. So I did see North Korea sort of being in the news this year. Uh, maybe Kim Jong On, Jung On, Jung On. I can never pronounce his name. Anyways, I do see issues with his health too, and issues with his daughter or a female in his life, and things are going to come out about that. I also see some unrest in Turkey, Erdogan. I feel he's going to be in trouble this year. He's been in power for a very, very long time. He's also getting involved in what's happening in the Middle East right now, but I feel it's more, I'm also worried about his health and about kind of like an assassination attempt I see coming through with that. Breakthrough, I also saw regarding the medical um, industry, uh, medicine, I see a breakthrough. Uh, I saw spring, so I don't know if it's like during spring that we get this breakthrough, right? Or spring as in like a big, big breakthrough about some kind of illness or some kind that was not tr treatable, what you couldn't treat before, but there's going to be a breakthrough around that um oh something really important for everyone okay so 2024 is really going to be the year of the femme of the feminine energy of women so a lot of a lot of um issues for instance um shedding light and uh, big changes i see regarding women's rights in underdeveloped countries, for instance, things are going to change around that about rights, for instance, in certain cultures where one man can marry two or three women. I see certain changes around that polygamy, for instance, what we call polygamy, but for some cultures and religions, it's not considered polygamy, Yeah. but certain changes around that. Uh, a lot of women coming in the forefront, uh, women in, uh, women coming to positions of power, uh, women scientists or women who are come out with some kind of big revelation or breakthroughs very much the light is shed on women this year about rights etc uh another thing that came through is something about a child so very random that i need to really sit down with my guides and get more info but this is just really quickly what came through just before we went on air something about a child a shocking event around a child which is going to create a ripple effect around the world um we've had that every now and then we do have sort of like a missing child like um madeline oh, mccann yeah. or we have some kind of like uh event or traumatic event around a child in this case uh, this is a shocking event which will shed light and provide a lot of proof um i got around child trafficking and around uh, other heinous acts that involve children so something unfortunately there's always a sacrificial lamb in these instances where something bad is going to happen to a child which is going to shock the world but that is going to open the pandora's box and a lot the light is going to be shed on issues like child trafficking and um we are going to be shocked about things we're going to find out people who are going to be who are involved in th these things politicians um really powerful and wealthy families etc so keep your eyes peeled around that it's going to happen the upshine list is coming out in january so that's also going to create a huge uh ripple effect as well Oof. 
I see some kind for anyone who's in Europe or Eastern Europe, I see a flooding of a major river, which is going to cause a lot. It's going to cause a lot of damage. Okay. I do feel that it's going to take lives as well. So just be aware of that. Um, and then I saw a bridge between two countries. So I was shown like literally like a bridge between two countries. So I do also feel politically there might be some kind of peace, peace treaty or some kind of agreement between two countries, either neighboring countries or two countries that have a history of being sort of, you know, um, not getting along, let's just say. So okay, that too. Um, oh, and last but not least, uh, I said that last year, the beginning of last year, 2023, and I said 2023 is going to be the year where we're going to be shocked about what we hear about celebrities, all right? And we're going to hear end celebrity death. 2024 is going to be even bigger regarding um, things that come to light <laughs> regarding celebrities and how certain celebrities die. Why are you Oof. laughing? Because uh, 2024 sounds like it's going to be a ride. Right? <laughs> Fasten your seatbelts, guys. I hope you have airbags because it's going to be a ride. <sighs> but you know what? It is, I... But you know why? You know what? Sometimes, you know, um, bad things happen just like with this yeah. child thing that I just said in child trafficking. Sometimes the world needs, and we know how mainstream media works, right? A lot of things really go un, go um, unnoticed in the media because they don't, they focus on what they want us to focus on. Yeah. They want us to focus on things that they want us to know. And a lot of like the most important news when it involves the collective society, it involves all of us gets unnoticed yeah so what um so sometimes something big traumatic that's going to shock us has to happen yeah because that is what the collective needs to come together even prayers when we pray for let, let's say for gaza for palestine for israel ukraine that helps change the vibration and the energy yeah. around what's happening yeah. and sometimes spirit the source, God, however you like to call it, will create this massive shocking event to get us to pay attention yeah. and for us to put our focus on our energy on that so we can change yeah. what's going on, on around that. So, yes, on one hand, things can be disturbing in 2024, but think about it that this is a purging. This is because yeah. 2025 is going to be the year where literally spring is coming. We're literally, we can start breathing, exhaling and breathing. So 2024 is really much like this last purge that needs to happen yeah. and get rid of stuff to help the collective. I mean, listen, I Norma, I can see you in the chat. <laughs> I think even, um, I think, uh, like, even 2020, if we look back at that year, and that was, a like, a really tumultuous year for people. Um, it's crazy to think that we're now headed into our fourth year out of 2020. Um, but, like, True. it broke us and, like, built, I mean, people that were willing to to work through that and come out of that emerged, right? A lot of people stayed stuck in, in that and didn't end up evolving. But I think collectively, you know, it broke a lot of us to a place where we had to kind of, you know, find new resources, find, you know, ways to change and within ourselves, within society that I think, even though we have these really big 
heavy years, I think that there's always something that comes from that. And that's always kind of like what I think people need to remember is that there's always like, yes, there's going to be fog, but the fog always clears. And, you know, you just have to keep going through it in order for you to get to that point of clarity. And anything that's like heavy in the moment is all temporary. And it, you know, you just- actually, I love the anal- analogy of fog, Zach. I agree with you because when there's fog, you can't really see far, right? So you can only see what's happening yeah. right next to you, right in front of you. And that is a reminder. Look at what's happening right in front of you, right next to you. Fix that. Yeah. Deal with that. Control that. Fix that. Heal from that. And then the fog will clear and then yeah. you'll be able to deal with everything else. This is a reminder that if you don't clean house, you're not going to have a clean yard. Yeah. You have to start from your home. You have to start from inside in order for you to be able to work on the outside, yeah. which is going to affect the whole neighborhood. Yeah. Right. Because when you start clean. So remember that. So 2024 is very much about this fog. This is about clearing, as you said, clearing the fog. But at the same time, don't forget to look at you. Yeah. What do you need to do to help you to change things? And when you if you're happy, we're all little grains, right? We're little grains who come together and we are part of this collective. But every little grain has to work on themselves in order to help everyone because we're all attached to the same energy source yeah. so i love that analogy with the fog and that's so true so the fog is clearing you guys the fog is clearing just remember that this is going to be the last year of fog yes so um make the best of it okay um any any readings for me anything i should be aware of going into the new year well, anything i should prepare myself feet. for <laughs> I'm going to put you in the hot seat. I'm going to ask yeah. you, well, since last time I read you. Yeah. Do you have any updates? Do you, I don't know. Is there anything <laughs> that you want to share? Um, <laughs> I, it's been an interesting couple of months. Um, I've been having to face a lot of my own inner shadow and having to do a lot of shadow work. And I'm in the process Good. of... You know, clearing out, really looking at myself and sitting with myself and dealing with some of my own shit that I have to get through. And and it's been it's been interesting for sure. Good. So so generally, I'll just pull a couple of cards, like a really general feel for 2024 for you. Or do you want to know something specific? Like, is there something specific? Um, I'm open to whatever message I need to receive right now. Whether right, it's general okay. or if there is something specific that I should be, um, I guess. Oh, I, I do have a question. Like, what should I really focus on in in the new year? Is it a part of my career? Is it a part of my personal life? Is it something with my family? I would like to know what where I should put more of my energy. Interesting, you said that. So, a couple of things. Four of Pentacles. I see twenty twenty four is going to be the year financially. You're going to be, be you're going to do better in the sense that you're going to start. Um, I feel. This is going to be the year where you're going to be more secure with your finances and where it's going. And you're not going to feel like, you know, I have to hustle, let's say, as much. Yeah. There's going to be like more room for you to breathe around your finances, which I love that for you. Now, speaking of family, I do see the focus around a sibling um, this year. There is going to spending more time or the focus around a sibling who might need support, help, guidance. It's going to be going through something this year. So I see you spending more time with your family and especially with the sibling that I see here. I feel 
younger or young. Like I get really young energy about okay. the sibling. All right. So that's going to be the focus. And also, you know what's funny? I do see that this is the year where things are going to start changing within you uh, emotionally, where you're going to start feeling more and more that, you know, I want a partner in my life. Maybe I want to get married at some point. Maybe I want to have kids or adopt kids at some point. I really feel that nurturing side of you is going to come out this year, well, next year, 2024. It's almost 2024 now. And, um, working on yourself because you said you're working on yourself you're doing shadow work i love that everyone should do that because you cannot heal unless you do shadow work um and i do feel that that's going to bring up things from your childhood from you know your subconscious that is really going to make you want to focus on your romantic love your private life right and especially with everything that i see around your sibling uh as well okay um the other thing I see is so uh, okay uh, friendly advice as a friend um be more healthy regarding drinking and stuff like that yeah. and I do see the focus is going to be on your body and your health this year and maybe cutting out alcohol completely maybe going dry for several months um and changing certain lifestyle habits too because I do see that you and also, for everyone watching, it's important to take care of your body. You don't have to have a six-pack. You don't need to be at the gym all day. You need to be thin, you know, perfect. But if you care for your body, if you respect what goes in your body, you connect everything. So you connect mind, body, and spirit. And it's you can have more control of what you're manifesting and what's coming for you. Entering my <laughs> Love that. So that's that. And then, um, and I told you this last time we were, um, I, I did a reading for you that I do see a big change in your career, in your life this year, 20, when I mean this year, I mean 2024. Okay. So I see something and I feel that this is something that it's not something that you've been discussing yet. It's not you, it's, um, it's not something that's in the works or something that you would be able to predict. This is what I'm getting. So I feel like something different, new, and exciting. Okay. And it's not necessarily, it's, it's, it's in parallel to what you do. Cause I don't think it's necessarily content creating a hundred percent. It is linked to what you do, but it's not a hundred percent that are you starting? Wait. You know what I heard, Zach? Mm. Are you starting a charity or some kind of NGO? Or is there some kind? This is what I'm, this is what's coming through. Like putting a lot of energy and effort into some kind of charity or some kind of like nonprofit. No, I mean, that's where I came from. I came from the nonprofit world, but I haven't. um, I mean, there is something I actually, okay, this is so interesting um, because it was an idea that my manager brought to me recently. And it was also something that was revealed to me. I did a coffee reading with Paul, um, Paul Atu, and he did a coffee ground reading for me. And he referenced this as well about a project that is going to come to fruition, but that, um, it's what I it's it's very similar to what you just said about like it's similar to what you're doing, but it's not exactly what you're doing. So I mean, I 
I don't know. Maybe. I mean, there was something that my manager presented with me recently that maybe. I don't know. Listen, I'm open to anything at this point. But there is, uh, there is. I feel there's a new version of me that is coming soon. Um, like I said, I have I have a few tricks up my sleeve right now. I feel this is going to be a year of growth for you, really. Yeah. Like in in all aspects of your life, right? Growing and learning and and putting that experience that you've gained because you have a lot of experience. You're young, but you have been working and you've been doing this for so long. And I really do see you putting a lot of all that experience and what you've learned um, forward this year and really helping you. I'm going to have a Vegas residency like Erica. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, wouldn't he be great? Uh, was your booze? <laughs> was your booze? Okay. Uh, <sighs> well, I don't know if Andy wouldn't go for it, but we're all hoping no, that yeah. for you. <laughs> I oh, think I would boss, not booze. Oh, boss, boss, boss. boss, boss. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So it seems this, the, it, so it's going to be a very, it's going to be a very full, interesting year and a lot of learnings and a lot going on for you. This is going to be more an esoteric year for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So this is really, I love that. And are you, tra- so I also, by the way, I saw some kind of, I see you traveling right now for business. Um, not with the whole family, but I see some of your siblings or one of your siblings. I see taking a trip, something to help them, something to do with them and wanting to pursue something or discover something. It's like almost like you're taking a road trip or a trip together. It's sort of like an adventure. There's a mission for that. I okay. see that not not now, but I see that later in the year happening. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Do you want to ask me anything else about you and me? Um, I don't know if I, I need to know anything else about 2020. Ooh, okay, wait. I all right. Okay. All right. Eight of Cups, the love. So finally, 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 you'll be in a relationship with someone that you truly, truly love. And you're connected to with the safety of cups. That's why I feel that this is going to be the year we're going to start thinking about, hmm, you know, I like coupling with someone and maybe we want to. You know what's interesting? And I'll share this with you because, like I said, I've been doing a lot of like inner work. And listen, the shadow work is really fucking ugly work because you are facing all the parts of yourself that you have normally been running from or hiding from or whatever, right? And I really, I was um, really having to think about this recently about um, a relationship and whether or not I, because I've never been in a relationship before. I think now that I'm 30, I'm really like looking at things very differently about like, okay, the person that I was in my 20s, like I'm ready to shed that person and kind of invest more in, you know, parts of my life that Mm -hmm. I am ready to grow in. And that's one area that I'm like, I've never been in a relationship and I've had guys in my life that I could have had great relationships with, you know, and I kind of look back at that or even just looking at the guys that I currently have in my life. And, you know, some of them I've collected and have had in my life for many, many years. Um, 
But I've never taken that step forward to jump into a relationship. And I was always because I didn't feel like I was ready or I wanted to prioritize that or whatever. But I'm like now, you know, I kind of had that mindset shift where I really had to think about that. I'm like, is this a step I want to take forward and is now the right time to do that? And, you know, I I, I think I am ready for that. Like, I think I'm ready to, t- I mean, it scares the shit out of me and I'm not looking to do it tomorrow. But I'm now at a place where, you know, I'm, open to that and open to taking a step in that direction, you know? It's going to happen. It's happening. You're already opening up to it. And mind you, quick reminder, you guys, we're in retrograde season. So Mercury's retrograde, which means exes always come back. Just so oh, you know. we're, we're in Mercury retrograde right now? Yep. Oh, isn't it a January, double? So. Isn't it a double retrograde, double something? It, it, it's not double, but oh. it's bad. Okay. Cause we also have full moon. It's like, it's retrograding Capricorn Sagittarius. Exes always come back during retrograde season. Just saying it doesn't mean because he's back that he's your soulmate. This is karmic. It means he's just back for booty call. Um, All right. Just, just, this is retrograde. A, retrograde I, always takes us back. I've had a lot of them just hitting me up again lately. See? Last retrograde, you said the same thing. And I'm like, Zach, don't do anything. Don't regret it. It's retrograde. You're going to regret it. No, yeah. I I know you didn't. No, you didn't. But I'm just saying that it's every retrograde is that it's always we step back before we step forward. That's what retrograde means. It means that the planet is moving so slow. It almost practically, it almost seems like it's going backwards. The energy slows down. And Mercury is about communication. It's about traveling. It's in communication. There you go. It's like going back to communicating with the next because it feels comfortable for whatever reason. Yeah. Don't you guys don't. Don't text the ex. Yeah. Don't text that your ex. Good. Please don't text your ex. <laughs> You're done no. with that cycle. Exactly. And because the, 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 and you, you mentioned that. And the other thing is sometimes people think that, you know, let's say you've had a relationship with someone when you were 19, you broke up, and then you get together again 20 years later, and then you think, oh, this must mean that we're meant to be, (laughs) that we're soulmates and we're twin flames or whatever it is. J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Right. No, but most of the time it's not. It's just that you didn't learn the first time, so this person is back in your life because you've got to learn, and this time it's going to hurt twice as much as the first time. Interesting. Yeah, because it's all about timing. It's all about universal timing, just a reminder. So yeah, so interesting things, a lot of interesting things coming for you. It's good. Trust me, this is going to be the year where you're going to, by the end of this year, you're going to feel like I've learned a lot, I've grown, I've matured. I I feel like I'm in a different place right now. It's going to be a whole new Zach by the end of this year. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. I've, like I said, there's a lot that is going to be changing in the past, in the next couple of of weeks, months, whatever. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm ready to, you know, come back, come back. Exactly. And and everyone should be ready. You guys, new year. It's not about, that's what we're saying with Zach. It's not about new year, new me, you know, it's about new me. And that's how I create the year that I want to have. New me, new energy. control. Take control of your energy, what you put out there. This is how you should start the year, you know? And it's uh, it's not about intentions. It's not about resolutions. Do we ever follow them? No. 
it's it comes from here from you you know what i always do is i always at the start of every year instead of setting resolutions i set um i do a list of um things I want to let go of. And I write out all the things from the last year Mm. that I'm ready to shed, let go of it. And then I burn the paper and I'm like, I'm letting that go and I'm done. Um, And I just think that that's a good place to get your head straight. Cause so many people are like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be this person. They want to change who they are. And they look to like the external stuff rather than looking inward at like all the, um, the baggage that they're holding onto or things that they're just not ready to let go of. I agree. Yeah, everyone looks at uh at the out like the external, right? Because we've become such a this is how because of social media, this is how we've become. We've become someone who we judge according to appearances, we judge according to what they post on whoever posts on social media, right? And we forget to look at the inside. We yeah. forget not other our inside. Mm-hmm. It's not, we all like, oh, I need Botox. I need to do my hair. I need this, I need that. <laughs> But all that is great. But yeah. if you don't work on this, yeah, it doesn't matter what you do on the external, right? It's not gonna. It, it's gonna. There's gonna be a disconnect between what's happening inside and what's happening outside. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, everyone's saying you're replacing Andy. There you go. Forget about <laughs> Jeff. We want Zach. <laughs> I don't think I would replace Andy. Well, uh, listen, whatever is coming my way is what's meant for me. And I release all attachment to anything. And I just accept what is meant for my greatest good. <sighs> Very good. All Very right. impressed. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's, shall we wrap? And then um, if you have a few minutes, we should chat. But thank you guys for tuning into today's episode of the podcast and for joining us with Femtero. Go check out Femtero and um, give her a follow. Book a reading for the new year. Are you booked up for the year? I feel like people are wanting some new year until, reads. So my op- next openings are in February. So Oh, well, there we go. To- yeah, because I've been working my ass off the last two months <laughs> to get all of the year ahead readings. I've been working nonstop. That's why I haven't been doing a lot of YouTube the last three weeks because I've been trying to like fit everyone in for the year ahead readings. But if you still want a year ahead reading, you can always get it end of January, February, doesn't matter because it is quite detailed to you guys. So I get into it. I get into it quarterly. I get into your finances, your love, everything. I even tell you what is the biggest obstacle you're going to meet this next year even. So yeah. So I I think it's useful. If you're going to have, if you're going to gift yourself one thing for the new year, it should be a reading with whoever you want, but you should get a year ahead reading because it really helps sort of set the tone and really help you understand what is happening, why certain things are happening in your life next year. And um, so at least you're prepared. At least you're prepared. Yeah, I agree. Go guys, check out, follow and check out Femtero. Uh, Subscribe to Natalie on YouTube. She does readings. She reads all the celebs and all the relationship gossip. She reads all of it, answers your questions, book a reading with her and be sure to to show her some love. Um, Okay, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you guys are ready. So this Thursday will be our last podcast of the year and our last members only. So our bonus episode, I think we'll do a little like uh, not intention setting, but we're going to I think we will make a list together of all the shit. So come ready for tomorrow's 
podcast with all the things you want to let go of so you can write out your list and we'll burn it together because we're ready to light up 2024 strong. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach all over the internet or follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach on Instagram. New episodes of No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday with bonus episodes on Fridays. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Hang in there. We've only got a few days left of 2023 before we really kick some ass in 2024 because this is going to be a good year because we're going to make it a good year because we're going to start the year off on a good foot we can actually start making better steps right now i always tell people why don't wait till january 1st like slowly start to take you know baby steps towards healing and and you know investing in yourself now all right guys i love you i appreciate you and i will talk to you tomorrow all right shout out to norma thanks norma thank you norma all right bye guys